Hey everybody, thank you for tuning in today. I just love these times with you and I love these stories that we get an opportunity to share with the world that we're calling it another goosey from God. And I don't know where you're listening, where you are in the world. I pray that you're blessed today and having a wonderful day or a wonderful night, wherever you are. And again, I'm just so grateful to that you're interested in, in these stories and hopefully getting goosebumps right along with us. Um, here in Texas, it's been a, a, a beautiful day. This is my favorite time of year because it's summer and the gal that's sitting here with me, it's her favorite time of year too because she grew up in a place where there's lots of snow. So <laughs> I know you're happy to be here, Sharon. Yes. And this is not Sharon's first time, actually. Nope. Sharon is actually a, not only a, a one of our board members, but a dear friend. Sharon represents our single moms out there and she's a blessing to Scott and I and We've got a fun, fun story to tell, but it all, it's all going to start with this. You know, I've been a Christian all my life. I don't know when, remember when I wasn't, probably you too, Sharon. Uh And there are times, you know, in my life where I just kind of feel like, you know, I'm in a dry place and God is so good to reveal himself all the time. Um, Sometimes we don't recognize him because our, our, our lives are so busy, our minds are so full, but he's around us all the time. And this particular story goes back probably two years ago, maybe? About two years ago. Two or three Uh years ago. Mm -hmm. And um, Sharon and I were visiting, and uh, at that time she was just in in a dry place. And I noticed it for a few times before, and so finally we just talked about it one night, and I said, what's going on with you? And she just said, you know, I just... With tears in her eyes, I just need a touch from God. I need a fresh touch from God. I just need to, to have Him do something in my life. And those, those of y'all that are listening, maybe this is a, a new thing for you to even hear, but God is real, and He loves you. And He has put just, I like to call them love indicators, all around us. And we pray that these stories encourage you to slow down. And I know it's difficult raising kids and rearing grandkids and working those that are, that are working and having to take care of so many people as well as you know your husband <laughs> but you got to slow down because God is not in all you know in all that chaos he is but he doesn't want us to lose sight of him in all of that chaos and that's where Sharon was at that time so we prayed a particular prayer and um, that's what we're gonna we're gonna start there, Sharon. So after me recognizing something was going on with you, I'm not gonna tell what it was. I want to share that with you. So to to get there, what was going on with you? What were you feeling that you felt like I just need a fresh touch from God? What what was going on? Oh, I guess you could say life. Yeah, life. Just you know, you work, you go, or you go to school, you work. You know, you come home. Life is life. Um, I mean, you're uh, you just get kind of in a rut, I would say. Um, and you felt like you were in a rut. In a rut, uh huh. You get in a rut. Um, Describe maybe what your life was like at that time, because you know you, like I said, you're a single mom, but you're a professional person, and you mm-hmm. you uh, work really hard. Just tell the people listening kind of what your life had consisted of, because we had discussed. We said, I said, Sharon, you've got, your world's gotten kind of small. Tell them, tell them what your schedule was looking like those days. Because at that time, you were losing some weight, and you were in a kind of a routine. Yeah, I was in a routine. I was uh, going to, uh, to work, working out, 
trying to lose weight, just kind of kept going, going, going. I uh, was still reading the Word, still going to church, but getting in a rut. Going through the motions. Going through the motions. And and I had, in my past, I knew God could do things because obviously uh, my daughter's what? She'll be 30 in this coming Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And I'd been married 10 years and didn't have a child. You know, and I said, if if uh, God can't give me a child, then I don't want a child. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember praying that, and three months later, God gave me a child. Mm-hmm. So I had seen God do miracles, right. and I had seen God do things. Long time ago. Long time ago, but uh, you just can't live on that. Mm-hmm. And I said, I just need something to show me that you're there, God. I know you are, but I need almost like a sign. Mm -hmm. Show me that you're there. Right. So that's what we talked about. Mm -hmm. And we said, okay, we're going to pray. And you weren't alone. I was there with uh -uh. you. And I said, we're going to pray for something real specific, real particular. And so when it happens, you're going to have, there will be no doubt that it was God. And so that's what we did. Now, first of all, before she tells you what that prayer consisted of, I love plants. Sharon does not. <laughs> when we go on trips, she's one of those kind of people that says, do not ask me to come over and care for your plants because they will die. So anyway, that's just a little joke, but that ha- does have something to do with it. She uh, does not like plants. So no. that has something to, that, that's, that's our segue into what this prayer consisted of. Why don't you tell them what it was, how specific we were. Okay. Uh, Teresa said, do something specific. Just and I was like, okay, let me think of something that'll be really hard for God to do. <laughs> yeah, for God. <laughs> for, God for God to, to do. do. What could be hard for God right. to do here? Yeah, it's like, okay, it's like, I said, okay. And I just saw this out of the top of my head. I just didn't even put any real thought into it for real. I said, okay, I want to see a purple flower in somewhere that's not usually seen. And I said, okay. That's it. An unusual place. In an unusual place. You know, you look around, you wouldn't see it. You know. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. (laughs) It was over. (laughs) All right. So I said, okay, well, we're just going to release our faith. Um, And and that was a pretty simplistic prayer. Uh But that was what was on your heart at that particular time. So fast forward, we just get back in the game of life and do what we need to be doing, the next right thing in front of us, as unto the Lord, with a great attitude every day of every week. And we didn't, you know, we can't tell God when to move. We just release our faith and believe that He will when He wants to. And so some time went by. And one day, Sharon texts me. And uh, we hadn't talked about that prayer in a while. Uh-oh. And she said in that text, she said, I want to show you something. And so I said, okay. And so she texted me again. And the next thing that she texted me, what was it, Sharon? It was a picture of a purple flower in one of my flower pots. Yeah. But here's what happened. <laughs> She said in the text, she said, you know, I don't like to mess with plants. And she said, look at this plant. And I said, yeah. And she said, look how good it's doing. And she said, it's in my guest bedroom where I never go. 
And I said, yeah. And then I was thinking to myself, yeah, and what else? She, she had actually forgotten that she had prayed that prayer. and Because that's what the text was about, was mm-hmm. that this plant was growing that you did not even take real good care of. Yeah, I was forgotten gonna, about it. Yeah, I was. I just thought, oh, I better go water. It. Yeah, better go water. It. And so when I got the t- she was all like, look, it's growing. And maybe I do have a green thumb. Woo-hoo-hoo. And I looked at it and saw purple flowers. So I texted her back and I said, excuse me. Uh, what color are those flowers? And I didn't get it right away. And she texted back. She goes, purple. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so there was this African violet in your guest bedroom where you never go in with purple flowers on it. Mm-hmm. And y'all can see it right there. There it is. Clear as day. That's what it looked like. But there's a little more to this story. Sharon, why don't you tell everybody where that came from, the oh. significance of it? Oh, the significance of it. Um, my father died in August, end of August of, what, a couple years ago when we this actually happened. And my church had given me a big flower arrangement, green flower arrangement for my dad's funeral. And that was part of the, part of it. Mm-hmm. So that had, but it didn't have purple flowers on it no, yet. No, I, I didn't even know what it was. It's like, oh, this is a green plant. <laughs> it never bloomed for two and a half years. It's like, okay, at wow. least it's not dying yet. But, mm-hmm. you know. And then all of a sudden, after after we I prayed that, it's like, oh, a purple flower. It's like, what is this? Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so that when yeah. I got that text from you, I got goosebumps mm-hmm. on me. I was just thinking, wow, remember the prayer that we prayed? Yes. And so uh-huh. we got back together eventually and had this discussion about it and knew that at some point we were going to tell the story. Oh, yeah. And as silly as it may sound, it was important to Sharon. And so that means it was important to God. And God yes. is a God of detail. Look at everything in creation look at everything that he has made look at our bodies mm-hmm. he's a god of detail and he didn't leave one thing out and it was even extra special to me i know for you uh-huh. as to where it came from, from uh-huh. so you guys and girls listening be bold in your prayer mm-hmm. you might want to pray something bigger than purple flowers on an in an unusual place Is and it, that's okay yeah just just tell god you say i just need something new from you god i need to know that you heard this prayer i need it i want it to be specific and detailed and so personal that it's like you just said i'm thinking about you see i'm still here Uh so sharon after that happened what happened to your your faith i mean how did it help you you go wow (laughs) god you i mean we know he's real but it's like it's that extra little touch from him you go wow thank you mm-hmm. you are real thank mm-hmm. you for showing me again mm-hmm. it just kind of renews your faith mm-hmm. and, you know um also uh it makes you i think more observant like if you're in church this sunday or uh, during worship ask him to show you something during worship also that's good because i've had him show me things in worship you go wow because it's because worship is a time when you and him are talking it's just not the people on the stage performing it's you and him at intimate time and take advantage of it if you've never done that take advantage of it Mm -hmm. and and let that happen and ask him to show you 
uh, visions. Mm-hmm. Ask him when you're dreaming, when you're sleeping, to show you dreams in your sleep. Mm-hmm. And he will. Mm-hmm. The Bible says we don't have mm-hmm. because we don't ask. That's right. And, you know, there there's some folks out there listening that aren't sure that this is an okay thing to do. Well, we, we want you to know that we, you know, researched this as well. And there's a couple of, of stories in the Bible that actually talk about this. In, in Isaiah 7, verses 10 this is about the son of Emmanuel, of Jesus being born. In verse 10, it says, Later, the Lord sent this message to King Ahaz. This is, the God, this is God speaking. Ask the Lord your God for a sign of confirmation. I mean, this is Isaiah talking to Ahaz. Huh? Um, Ask the Lord your God for a sign of confirmation, Ahaz. Make it as difficult as you want, as high as heaven or as deep as the place of the dead. But, but the king, he said, no, I, I'm not going to test the Lord like that. Then Isaiah said, remember, Isaiah is a prophet, and God had already told him to tell Ahaz to do this. Then Isaiah said, listen, well, you family of David, isn't it enough to exhaust human patience? Must you exhaust the patience of my God as well? All right, then, the Lord himself will give you the sign. And uh, the story goes on from there. We don't want to take up too much more time about that. You want to speak to this story, Sharon? I mean, it was the Jesus, the Messiah. The Messiah. But, but back this up with why what you did was okay. Well, he said uh, the sign would be that a virgin will conceive. And that's Mary. That's like, duh. <laughs> How would that happen? Duh. How does Except that God happen? do it? God would do it. You know, so they asked for a sign mm-hmm. and he gave him, you know, so you can't miss that sign. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I love that story. Uh-huh. And then and then in Judges, I mean, this was the one that came to my mind first in in the Judges six. This is a this is a little guy named Gideon and he he was like the least of in his family and God had great things for him to do, but Gideon just wasn't sure of himself. In uh, in verse, uh, I believe it's verse 16 of chapter 6, then Gideon said to God, if you are truly going to use me to rescue Israel as you promised, prove it to me in this way. I'll put a wood fleece on the threshing floor tonight. If the fleece is wet with dew in the morning, uh, but the ground is dry, then I'll know that you're going to help me rescue Israel as you planned. Anyway, and it goes on to say more detail, in, uh, but he, in, if, if we skip down to, uh, I think it's verse 20, then Gideon said to God, please don't be angry with me, but let me make one more request. Let me use this fleece for one more test. And then this time the fleece remained dry while the ground around it was wet with dew. So that night God did as Gideon asked, and the fleece was dry in the morning, but the ground was covered with dew. So, that's two examples right there in the Bible uh-huh. of people desperately needing to know this, you know, this is God. He is real. This is what we were supposed to do is with Gideon. Um, and he made it so clear. In fact, Gideon was basically saying a lot more detail than what you were sharing. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, God had a plan for him. And he's got a plan for everybody listening. He has a plan for you and for me, Sharon. Mm -hmm. So those of you listening that um, need to hear from God, need a fresh talk, he needs to be more real to you. Maybe he was when you were a child, before you had any life experience, before you got so busy, before things happened, before, 
You know, I don't know if you went, lost your job, went through a divorce like Scott and I did, and you too, Sharon. Uh-huh. You know, that can certainly take your joy and, and cause you to not to be so aware of your surroundings of what God is doing. Maybe you've got health problems. Maybe there's problems in your family. Maybe you lost your job, your house. I don't know, but all those things war for our attention as to what God is doing and in the middle of anything like that. That's one of the most precious times is to ask him, make yourself real to me, God, make yourself real to me. Please do something so that I'll know in all this hell I'm going through on earth that you you're still here and he will, but it's going to be in his timing. He'll do it, but he wants you to ask him and be real about it. What were you going to say? Yeah. Be, be real about it. You know, it's like, this world it's not easy to live in trust me it's not (laughs) trust me just because you're a christian everything you still don't have rose-colored glasses Mm -hmm. on you know life is life but god's there for you and i don't know how people do it without him you know you know and and it's a relationship you have it's just not you're doing the rules and you're good and you're going to go to heaven it's it's a real relationship Mm -hmm. with someone that really really loves you Somebody that really loves you. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. Yes. Yeah. I can't believe it's almost 18 minutes. It went by so fast. I know. <laughs> we had another one we were going to share, but you know what? We'll do that for another time All on another right. episode of Another Goosey from God. <laughs> anyway, but I do want to I want to ask you this, Sharon, as our takeaway. What When you um, think back on that, and I know that the way that you think back on it now is use it to encourage you. When those dry Mm -hmm. times come again, we'll talk about it, and I'll say, Mm -hmm. what about the purple flower episode? Tell people listening how hanging on to that picture and making notes about it and talking to me about it, how that refreshes you and increases your faith when you refer back to that. It just makes you think, remember... Remember when God touched you. Remember when God showed you that he cared and he loved you. Because you really do know that in your head. But sometimes you need that hard experience Mm -hmm. again that says, I love you, my child. I'm there. That's right. I'm really there. You know, you can talk to me and, you know, and you think, oh, I have to be this way. I have to be that way. I have to be perfect. Well, some days you want to knock someone's heads Mm -hmm. off. And you think you took. Uh, that took God by surprise. No, he knew it before he even said it yeah. out loud. Yeah. yeah. So and he's still there with you, and he still goes, remember I love you? Mm-hmm. Remember the purple flower? And, but I, what I want to ask you uh-huh. before we end this is, uh, do you still get goosebumps from it? Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> we were pulling up the pictures for this podcast, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, God, yeah, I remember. Oh. And mm-hmm. that comes back to you. It does. And you need that. Yes. People need that. That's right. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, I'm I'm just enjoying sitting here talking about it again because it was so real, and I got such goosebumps mm-hmm. when that picture came across <laughs> my phone. Anyway, thanks, Sharon, You're for welcome. sharing this uh-huh. with our audience, and thanks, everybody, for listening. We hope and pray that it blessed you and it gives you some thinking uh, to do yes. about, hey, I need my own goosey from God. Yeah, you're yeah. right, you do, so yes. get after it. Get those gooseys. Ask him, ask him <laughs> something that, you know, could only be so real from God because uh-huh. you were so specific about mm-hmm. it and just see and we want to hear about yeah, it tell us about tell it tell us yeah. about it go to our Facebook page uh-huh. at living it up beginning again and let us know okay we want to yes. know this encourages other uh-huh. people so until I talk to you next time with another goosey from God keep living it up see ya bye bye